Hey fellow disasters! And welcome back to another episode of Really Bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm Wombat. And I'm Nomi. And today, feed don't tell me now. <laughs> <laughs> Take me to the cinema. If you couldn't tell by that beautiful rendition. <laughs> today we're going to be talking about... I want to say a recent phenomenon, but I don't think it's a recent phenomenon. It's something that's been, you know, simmering uh, on, you know, in the basement of the internet for a while now. I say basement, not really, because it's all over TikTok. Femcells? Yeah. Femcells. So obviously the female counterpart to an incel, so like involuntary celibate men, Mm. um, but femcells obviously involuntary celibate women um but for slightly different reasons because like the whole incel thing is like guys who can't get you know girlfriends and they're like but why i'm such a good guy women are a disease oh my god oh my god like the only woman i love is my mom um everyone else is a whore yeah literally (laughs) (laughs) but the femcel they reject men or they kind of they say that they are unable to find male partners because they're so messy. Quote, yeah, quote unquote messy, crazy. Yeah. Basically, they're too much to handle. Yeah, and they're like embracing that and unapologetic of that and that's why it's like it's too much for men. Um Yeah. So I watched this video by Mina Lay. She sort of talks about femcel core like more as an aesthetic and mm. how like obviously it comes from femcels and how it's evolved in this like tiktok era because it was really popular in like what the 2010s yeah yeah i mean it's basically an evolution of the tumblr sad girl yeah the manic pixie girl trope it kind of goes back to music in a way because the musicians that are often associated not as- I say associated, it's, they're associated by femcells, but it's not like they It's not like they made music specifically for that demographic. No, it's just that they talk about a lot of the music that they, they write and, you know, a lot of the messages that their songs kind of include are around like the plight of female sexuality or what it means to Mm. be a woman. So people like Fiona Apple, Mitski, uh, Phoebe Bridges, um, Marina and the Diamonds, Marina and the Diamonds. Obviously, our OG sad girl, Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey, yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of the go-to figures in femcel core discourse is like Lisa from Girl Interrupted, so the character played by Angelina Jolie, uh, Fleabag um uh what's the name amy dunn from gone girl yeah oh also i don't know if you've seen it the love witch no i haven't there's like okay i need to read this this monologue because i was literally on the femcel core uh tag on tiktok and then it came up and i was like this monologue just so classic femcel rhetoric all right read it's it very... to, read it to me I'll, i'm gonna give you my <clears throat> unadulterated okay. reaction yeah i'm gonna do it in in how i imagine them to read it okay okay what a pussy what a baby i thought i'd found a real man but he's just like a little girl no one was ever there for me when i was crying my heart out no one ever comforted me no one girl are you okay well i mean like in the film she's like a witch 
and um she gets persecuted for being a witch and she's trying to like create a love spell hence why love witch um good film uh, <laughs> but yeah it's like they tend to take moments or characters or song lyrics out of context yeah. and then recontextualize it to fit this like we're toxic but we can't help it oh chief you yeah. got it so wrong there fem cells i guess kind of was like a satire counterpart yes. to incels you know it's meant to be reclaiming sexist commentary Mm-mm. you know stuff like terms that are used against women typically so like you're crazy you're a manipulator you're a gaslighter like all this shit yeah um gaslight gatekeep girl boss that kind of vibe and then it kind of just evolved into like an aesthetic and then there's like playlists being like entering your fleabag era or like manipulator anthems. I cannot describe to you how irritating that is. I think when it becomes problematic is a lot of it, a lot of the kind of rhetoric and the things that they tend to romanticize are like... um often associated with personality disorders just men well a lot of mental illness and eating disorders in general yeah i mean it just becomes annoying because you're like taking away all the severity of it and you're making it aspirational i think for me it fucking irritates me because people who have had to work to get out of that Mm. that cycle that that uh it is trying yeah you're not always going to succeed and you're going to have to keep dealing with it for the rest of your life mm. is taking this one little thing or like I'm messy or, you know, people think I'm too much. I, you have not been in a relationship where someone's broken up with you because your mental illness is too much. Mm. You've not had to deal with people literally going, I need to take you to the doctor because yeah. you stopped talking. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not... But it's then not cute. it's not cute. <laughs> but then what irritates me even more, because that is, you know, that sucks ass, like what I've just said. But the flip side is you're vilified for wanting to get help. Mm, yeah, yeah. Because it's like you're not owning your true self. You're not owning your messy self. Like you need to, you yeah, basically being like you shouldn't get better. Like, no, that's what is aspir- wrong with you i think you know we mentioned it in our um trends that we need to leave behind and i beg we need to leave it behind <laughs> because it is just too much part of that aesthetic was like having like really glamorized imagery of self-harm and like, yeah that was huge people ODing, like yeah, a yeah. lot of that kind anorexia of- was super was like really into that because that's a type that's a type of self-harm as well yeah and you know that was a a large part of the tumblr sad girl era i think initially when it started when the femme cell sort of um i don't want to say movement but you know people people femme cells uh started arising and it was really popular on reddit that original those a lot of those groups have been banned now because they've been accused of spreading transphobic yeah misogynistic um and alt-right rhetoric 
well, a lot of these people are white women. White girls, I should say. The Most of the demographic that tends to, you know, look into this stuff are going to be 13, 14-year-olds. Yeah, well, I would say it's it ranges between, like, 15 to, like, early 20s. Yeah, it's you, when your yeah. brain isn't fully developed, basically. Yeah, but, I mean, you say that, but, like, 20s, you would hope your brain has developed by then. <laughs> but, like, but it was... A lot of that stuff had been even like um so there's like a forum called the the pink pill and pink pill is like a slang term used by incels basically to say that if you're a trans woman you're more likely to get a man because they are in their view oh they're like almost they hate trans women because they are able to get, get surgery, get reconstructive surgery on, you know, on their healthcare, healthcare and, and yeah. all of that. Um, so they're able to like feminize themselves and become like more, I don't know, like conventionally attractive to, to the everyday man, um, mm. which is wildly wrong. <laughs> I know, it's so hilarious. When you consider... Uh, I mean, you just need to take a brief, like, scan into, you know, the history of uh, trans women to know that that is so not the case. Like, trans women are not, like, in the mainstream have not been represented as desirable by any means. No. You know, we've seen... I mean, there are so many people, especially men, who will look at a trans woman and completely be disgusted about even being asked would you date a trans woman as if it's completely abhorrent or seeing a trans woman and going well they're manly and like using these really derogatory yeah yeah and also you know like it's there's still an air of you know oh I can't believe you're trans you look so feminine and you know like there's a lot of that kind of rhetoric as Well, well you know with this kind of you know femme cell stuff it does really encompass femininity. It is, re- from my, just aesthetically, it is so, fe- like, high girly, high high femme. It's kind of hyper-feminine in its aesthetic, but at the same time, so they, um, so in Mina Lay's video, she is basically, like, going through an article from ID magazine, and it's you know, an exploration of fem cells in the social media age. But like originally when fem cells were out and about uh, in the early days of the internet, a lot of it was like shitting on stereotypical... Like, like mainstream likes, basically. Yeah, what what women like, liked that were easily accessible. Yeah, but like the archetypal women like the Becky... So, like, women mm. who don't need to try too hard but still get male attraction. Yeah. Attention, sorry. Or, you know, the Stacy, which is, like, super sexy women, hyper femme who... Guys, we've... These are basically the femme versions of, like, a Chad. Yeah. It's yeah. the kind of shit you would see on incel forums or yeah. whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, a lot of that kind of rhetoric does spill over into, like, mainstream conversations. Like, I mean, we we would use terms like Chad sometimes and like entering your Fleabag era. I mean, Fleabag is such a good example of this because like Fleabag, when it started out, I have you seen Fleabag? No, no, I haven't. Okay, I've so, seen so many fucking, I, I get the gist. Yeah, it's 
such a good show and it's so well written and it's you know I think it was part of that wave of television where we were starting to see more complex female characters like female characters who weren't necessarily likable and they weren't meant to be aspirational Mm. but that was the whole point like Fleabag as a character is messy and makes bad decisions and She's not necessarily a good person either. She's not a good, like, she, yeah, she has a lot of bad qualities. And, you know, it's why a lot of the problems she's, you know, finds herself in happen because, you know, she makes bad fucking choices. And you you can relate to it and you can empathize with it. But at the same time, it's not meant to be aspirational. You're no. not meant to want to be fleabag. <laughs> yeah. But then the this fem cell core has like taken those elements of like her messiness, her chaoticness, her impulsive behavior. The fact that she's like, you know, very like she uses sex as like a coping mechanism because Mm. she doesn't know how to have proper human relationships relationships or connections. And so she defaults to like sex because she can't have intimate relationships. That, That has been like condensed like all the complexity of that has been removed and it's just this very shallow hollow idea of like oh my god she's so chaotic oh my god she's (laughs) such a mess yes for the messy bitches and it's like no for the messy bitches because we've all had those we've all been in our flea bag era i'm still quote unquote in my flea bag era and it's not fun (laughs) it's not fun (laughs) it's like if you if you like you know like talking very candidly about mental health like it's a struggle and then if you don't get better like it starts to impact your interpersonal relationships it impacts your performance in work and then what you lose your job you lose your friends you lose your family all for what an aesthetic you're so funny when you say it like that that's funny like listening to Mitski in the background be like nobody nobody (laughs) as you're like (laughs) fucking like your life is in the gutter that is not aspirational that is not Mm. and it's so it's so like and it's it goes I mean back piggybacking off of that it is the complete opposite of what we want as human beings biologically biologically speaking um she's coming through with the science we are very social creatures from early like very early on we were communities we the the whole point of being a community is so you survive you have you have joy of spending with people and getting those interpersonal relationships you have the joy of helping other people and also knowing that you can be helped with by other people Mm. so for you to just be like it's an aesthetic to be by yourself is complete. You, we all know that's not what you want. No. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though. They don't want to be lonely. They do want to have a partner. You can't say you want those things and and do nothing at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's but an oxymoron. But then this is the this is like when it, you know, why it's like even more like confusing because now it's like because of tiktok and social media um a lot of these people are just like yeah it's it's you know it's i think you mentioned it actually where you talk about like 
Gen Z humor is very ironic. Very apathetic. Yeah. And that plays into that, this new evolution of fem cell core where it's like, yeah, yeah. oh, I'm not really these things. It's ironic, guys. I'm I'm, sat- I'm satirical. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they'll be like, oh, men are so disgusting. Uh, da, 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 da. They say in their successful three-year relationship with a I'm man. I'm dead. Do you know what I mean? And it is so like, is very, very straight largely white i'm sure there are some you know women of color in the mix there's always going to be a small like like a fringe group there is there is but (laughs) themselves for poc um (laughs) (laughs) but like yeah is largely white uh very skinny yeah or that's what they aspire to be yeah white straight girls in their like you know teens to early 20s basically is the core demographic and a lot of those people operate on tiktok and spew this nonsense (laughs) um my whole issue with it is it's taking things way out of context and then you're cherry picking for an agenda yeah but i'm like to what end what are you achieving with this with all of this what are you achieving clout (sighs) a lot of people do a lot of shit for clout i don't know i'm kind of like i don't understand it really (laughs) like i guess it's like an aesthetic and it's a star and you know it will come in and it'll go out and that's how trends be sometimes but um i don't like it <laughs> no, I, just, I don't like no, it. No, neither do I. It's just weird. It's we've a- all we've all been, we've all been that person growing up. Like whatever point in your life you had a quote unquote flea bag era. You had a quote unquote depression era. Like mm. cool, yeah. But it's not a personality trait. It's not. Yeah. No one will like you, my guy. I don't know how else to say this. I know that that's the goal to get no one to like you. And then. But it's not really. Is it? Because then you want to go online and be like, actually, I'm living the fem cell life because I actually have no friends. (laughs) But it's all superficial. Like, you don't really want to not have friends like that's why it's stupid because otherwise why would you be sharing that shit online you want likes in it people to that's what i mean they're doing it it for clout they're not you're you're not building on any interpersonal relationships you're building a facade with people that you don't know Mm. but that are giving you that little boost of serotonin because they're clicking a little heart on your video yeah and like a large criticism of of the criticisms around fem cell core is that it you know some people find it annoying that as with most things it's kind of like that i you know the pick me girl sort of girl it is pick me i mean yeah it's very pick me vibes but that pick me you know pick me then became like a it, it became over overused like it would be like anything you do it's like oh i like sports oh you're such a pick me yeah yeah do you know what i mean like it it became like wildly overused and then as a misogynistic rhetoric used by a lot of men like men would just be like oh you're such a pick me and it's like Mm. "Mm." since when did you join this conversation this is about you (laughs) (laughs) this is about you it all yeah it all comes back to you yeah Um, i have seen on the flip side um so fem cells you know 
criticizing what people are saying about themselves um basically saying oh so great now girls and women can't enjoy things yeah i mean without... that doesn't necessarily make you a femcel you can enjoy fiona apple and yeah, not be yeah. a femcel girl can... i love marina yeah i'm not gonna lie i love marina like i said i fucking love fleabag i think fleabag is a great show and she's a great character but you know that doesn't i'm not engaging in that kind of i'm not making that my entire personality that's when it becomes a bit like mm. wow you are so shallow that you had to look at a tv character to fabricate this entire personality that yeah. doesn't exist yeah and i think we um is we've talked about it before where it's like that in itself is a mental illness yeah it is it is <laughs> it's like it is i mean like i'm sure there is some psychology behind it like you're so disassociated from reality you're mm. like i need to construct this very superficial image of myself to align with like i don't know this trend so mm. i re- remain relevant or whatever and yeah, it's but like it's not sustainable yeah, it's not sustainable because trends come and go. Exactly. And then what are you going to be doing? You lost your friends. You lost your job. You lost your family. You, here you are, 30 years old, still trying to be a sad girl on Tumblr. Yeah. Girl, get a job. Girl, like... Get a job. T- there's so many other things you can use Tumblr for. Like, <laughs> like, I love I, how you're you're basically now become a sales pit. Like, you're I, li- I am... Okay, like, guys, seriously, <laughs> there are so many more fandoms you can be a part of. Honestly, I feel like if we've learned anything from these recent episodes of the podcast is that I should A, be the marketing manager for Interview with a Vampire as well as Tumblr <laughs> because I would be doing, I would be- The uh, most. I would doing be doing the most. the most. I'd be like, guys, I'm talking about social media cuts. I'm talking about music videos. I'm talking about awards campaigns. Wow. <laughs> like, wow. but yeah i mean like like i personally liked tumblr because i do feel like it's a weird it is like a weird community it's like (laughs) hi my internet friends like yeah yeah like obviously (laughs) obviously i'm not taking it too seriously like i don't think these people are my real life friends um but it's like you know that there's it's a nice place to be when you're talking about things that you will like i yeah, don't understand yeah. why you need to lament about a disorder that you don't have i just don't understand it the the more like worrying or concerning aspect of it is the romanticization of mental illness which i think is like something that's been an issue for a very yeah for a long long time oh, this girl. ain't no new this isn't a new conversation well, by any means talking about the sad girl you know femme cell aesthetic whatever uh remember when john green oh my god was, when everyone he was huge okay guys and everyone was like i suddenly want to have cancer now because then i will find <laughs> my bet my boyfriend my soulmate so i'm not gonna lie i really liked his books i i even let you one and you were like i'm not gonna read this um, yeah, because his writing is shit. See, I, at the time, I really enjoyed it. I don't know what it was, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the story. I'm not like other girls in me coming out. <laughs> I'm like, I yeah. fucking hated John Green and yeah. Twilight. <laughs> um, hey, I liked the Twilight books as well. I just hate the fucking films. Um, but yeah, I really liked John Green and I read quite a few of his books. But then after like reading all that, I was like, yeah, this is sick. Like, I mean, it's a story. Mm. That's It's a story. Mm-mm it's fiction Mm. but then obviously people would go online and you'd start seeing a lot of stuff of but why is this been made to into a story 
what is the goal? Mm. Because it's putting these young girls on a pedestal and they're obviously not okay because they either A, die, or B, they're terminally ill. <laughs> mm. So what is the goal of having this? And then obviously the main, like the protagonist is the guy, is like the love interest or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that also, I'm pretty sure, encompassed the sad girl. Yeah. Oh, do you know what else? Perks of Being a Wallflower. I love that book. Oh, I love that book. The book I, is so good. The book is so, so good. It's also, I really liked the film. Yeah. Starring Logan Lerman, Emma Watson. Ezra Miller. <laughs> oh, God. How times have changed. I know. How I used to sing that person's name. And now I'm like... <laughs> in conversations um but that that story basically follows um a kid whose you know best friend has just committed suicide they've been they're dealing with a lot of unresolved trauma they also are on the spectrum just they got a whole bucket load of issues yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but i remember like obviously the quotes and stuff would always be shared and it would always be over like some grayscale image <laughs> 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 and the like the the like images will always look slightly deteriorated or like a vintage film yeah, like yeah. it's very that and it was like okay this is an era it well, was just it's, cringe it wasn't as damaging it was just cringe y- well i mean look you can enjoy a book but if you make it your personality honey i feel as though the pecs of being a wallflower john green that kind of Using Lana Del Rey uh, sad lyrics, putting it over pictures in grayscale and vintage filters. That is very what my immediate reaction is to go, oh yeah, people do that when they're 14. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a phase you're supposed to grow out of. Yeah, because you're suddenly- It's your cringe era. Girl, you're starting puberty. You're going to have a lot of new shit that you're dealing with. A lot of feelings. A lot of feelings. Not everyone is at a good point in their life. They might have- Issues at home, issues with friends, issues Mm -mm. with family, issues with school. Shit happens. And sometimes you want to indulge in that sad little bit of life. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I Mm. understand that. Mm. I'm mentally ill. Cool. I know that. But Gally, I'm telling you right now, if you go down that path, because then that leads to Mm. like glorification of self-harm. Yeah. You like, start talking to other people oh my who God. have done self-harm and how to hide it and how to continue with but, your eating disorder without people knowing. No, but you know what's really bad? It's not even about hiding it though. Cause like some people there was like a point in time where people were like literally posting their own scarification. Well, I'm like- I mean hiding it from family oh right, 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 I'm, right. I'm talking about you post it online and you share this with people in your online community mm. so that you know you can glorify it whatnot but, then also, like, but, that's home, so, but that's so bad because that's like stuff that you can never really truly take back and you're putting all of that personal stuff out there like for a for a stint it's girl your own body you're gonna look down and see that yeah yeah and it's like all of that for an image, all of that for for what? Like a couple of likes? You know, it's just, it's not worth it. And also like- Even if it's not for a couple of likes, the fact that they are in these communities mm. trying to do more harm 
Yeah, I just thought of another example. Um, another one. I think this is more Tumblr sad girl, but like another thing that I remember. This really speaks to my age. But like when Skins was first coming out, mm. and there's a character who has an eating disorder called Cassie, and um, there's like a bit where she. Oh my god, she is like the epitome of what Tumblr sad girls wanted to be. Right. She was very like ditzy, spacey. And like really pretty, but she had this, you know, severe eating disorder. And she had this very turbulent relationship with one of the characters. And there's like a bit where I think he's going to break up with her or some shit. And she's literally like, but I starved myself like for three days so I could look this pretty. And people would use that gift over and over and over again. And it's like, and be like, it's so real. And I'm like, no. Real in what sense, honey? (laughs) Like, no, no, please, please. I think, I think the reason I just don't have for, time for this kind of shit anymore is just i'm too old for it you know when i'm too old i'm too cynical i'm too jaded it's not (laughs) not even i'm literally just too old like i i have had to go through we've had to go through that Mm. we're at school we were doing the same kind of shit you know it's not it's not it's not a unique trait honey you know what i mean but it there comes a point in your life where you know most people are right like for example, the girls in our school, load of us went through the same kind of timeline. Went mm. school, uh, then we went to sixth form, and then we did uni because that—that's mm. what was said that we should do. Yeah, yeah and then yeah, we yeah. got jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At what point <laughs> are you just gonna say, "Nah, I dip"? Mm. And it's all like, mm, but it's so cute. Let me just add some like pretty graphics over it <laughs> and like call it a day. And it's like. You know, when you're actually dealing with that shit and then you see that shit in your timeline and people are like, I can't, I really want a disorder. And it's like, <laughs> why do you want, why? It's like, do you think people recover, like recovering alcoholics and recovering drug users are just looking at this stuff going, wow, I really wish I was an alcoholic again. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this shit's going to make me an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's too fucking depressing. Like, wow, I was having such a good time being an alcoholic. <laughs> I think I'm just going to go back. Yeah. <laughs> And that's not saying that you can't talk about your issues and like, you know, use it like, I don't know, however, put it out there into the world or whatnot. Manifest a better time for yourself. (laughs) Yeah, that's not, you know, you can do all of that shit. I think it's when you're just like, yeah, I'm just going to take this one thing and run with it for the rest of my life Mm. or like as, as, as long as it trends. Like a good example of that and it really... I think it's because I really like the film and I'm just like, this is what, like... What, is it Girl Interrupted? Yeah, and this course. is like the grouchy end of me being like, stop ruining it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, stop ruining it for the rest of us. Um, and like Girl Interrupted is such a great film and it's, you know, it's really ahead of its time and, you know, it's a cult classic. Um, but I remember when I was on TikTok and people kept on using the the soundbite of like Angelina Jolie. Yeah, I think I mentioned this before. Angelina Jolie, Jolie's character, um, and she's like, you know, everybody knows, everybody knows that you like it, Um, and it's in it's in a really really horrible moment in the film. Like she is the antagonist of the film. Yeah, she's the villain. She is the villain. I'm the villain, baby. Just like you wanted. But um, <laughs> but I mean, that as well. It's like embracing your villain era. 
That's Remember n- that? Like that entering not, your villain era? I, everything that you're saying to me, I just dislike. Yeah, no, but that was the whole thing. Like, oh yeah, do bad things and don't have to suffer the consequences of that. It's like, no, if you oh, do those things oh, in real life. You can pretend to not have to suffer the consequences but they will catch up to you yeah like uh, i mean if you want to commit literal crimes you you will be you, you will be persecuted for them yeah the character of lisa Rowe is you know she's a deeply deeply disturbed individual who's been through a lot of shit and she's yeah. been in a mental asylum for like nine years or 13 years i can't remember how many years a long time <clears throat> a long long time a long, long time. And she's not... Oh, it just really vexes me. It's just like it, the... That particular part of that film has just been ruined and taken completely out of completely context. Completely out of context. Yeah. And uh, I know like that's the whole thing about TikTok is like they'll take random sound bites from random things. Like I know that's like how it goes. Like I'm not fucking... You know, I'm not that old, but like, <laughs> <laughs> like I get it. Sure, fine. Um, and sometimes it's funny, but sometimes it's like, think a little bit before you post shit. <laughs> and it's it's literally that bit. And then they've got Nirvana playing in the background, and I'm <gasps> just like, it's not funny, haha. Oh my god, it's funny, weird, yeah. because you're taking uh, this clip out of context from Girl Interrupted from. Uh, the character who is the villain of the film, mm. who is the most disturbing of the film. Yeah, like she's scary. She's scary. And sort of, like, I do feel like, especially in the, that era, like that that time, like what was it, early 90s, you know, mental illness, it, it was a very easy thing to like vilify people with mental yeah. illness. And that's not to say like if you have a mental illness or if you have a personality disorder, then you're ultimately a villain because you're toxic by nature. Like, no, it's just that you might display signs, like di- display traits that are toxic behaviors. But that's not to say that you should revel in it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I'm going to dig my heels in deeper and be stubborn and I'm going to lean into the bad things about my personality. Yeah, and I mean, like, look, it's such a compli- complicated conversation because, like, you know, some people cope by leaning into it because they're like, I don't have anything else. And it's like, no, you you do. And you can, it, ca- it does get better. It can get better. What is worse <laughs> is that it's not even, in most cases, because it's an aesthetic, it's all superficial. So it's yeah, not even, so it's like not a, even that deep. It's not even like a genuine, like, oh, I'm stuck in these destructive yeah, patterns. Yeah. It's you're, you're, you're like manufacturing those pa- patterns for an aesthetic. <laughs> like, Girl, is what it comes down to. Is like, this is, like, this is how like, I know it's young people because they don't have jobs. They have too much time on their hands. I'm telling you right now, people our age won't be doing this shit unless unless they literally have no friends. Honestly, it's a real struggle. And, you know, I think like where shows like Fleabag and like Bojack Horseman and, you know, Girl Interrupted, all of those types of media were really great was that it opened up conversations around the complexity of mental yeah. illness and like... You know, the nuances there. But that's why they're so good. Yeah. And it's like, you're not, no one's a villain and no one's like, because you're, you're human, like you're, 
you're fucking complicated like you're gonna make fucking mistakes and you're gonna fuck up your life sometimes but like that's how it goes mm. you're not like this 2d fucking avatar <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yo let me doggy whilst i fuck up my life honestly and then it's like oh that for that fucking 11 second reel like it's not <laughs> it's just not it's not worth it i just oh. it really irritates me because yeah like i said it's just an oversimplification of a very deeply complex issue yes is exactly ultimately that. what it comes yep. down to is what i don't like and i'm stop like, appropriating my culture stop appropriating <laughs> my illness it's not fun <laughs> like, it's like damn why are you having fun with it i've been struggling <laughs> why are you fucking having fun with you it you know what i mean if i knew it was gonna get me clout girl no it's just disrespectful i find it disrespectful disrespectful. why are you laughing in my face i'm here (laughs) crying and you're laughing in my face (laughs) honestly no but it's true it's like i'm here in my bed struggling to wake up go to uh, go to work and then you know all of this shit and then you're there being like dun 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 like fucking dancing to the camera and then put some captions on in black and white oh my god toxic toxic femininity and it's like no shut the fuck up yeah y'all need to know how to act online or else we're gonna get our vote um rescinded (laughs) (laughs) yeah fucking women did not like protest on the streets for you to set us back this far you know what i mean (laughs) please Look, if you want if you want a rich old guy to take care of you, that's one thing. Emily Pankhurst did not jump in front of that fucking horse <laughs> yes. for you to be spewing that bullshit online. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Again, it's like, oh, we're reclaiming. It's like you're reclaiming shit. You're reclaiming Stop. nothing. <laughs> like you you're, <laughs> you're reclaiming fuck all Becky. Like <laughs> honestly, it's just it's so stupid and it's so like be gone be gone with it like take it off <laughs> offline i don't need to see that shit on my fucking feed when also I'm- this is actually now that i'm thinking about it if if someone if one person in the friend group posted that shit and was like oh my god look at my latest tiktok i'd be like girl are you okay <laughs> is this is this genuinely just for clout or are you okay Oh, although I say that and I did say I was entering my fleek bag era because I basically flirted with a guy who wants to be a priest. And <laughs> and I was like, Phoebe Waller-Bridge who? Wow. And I was literally like, this is too funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, it's all it's all shits and gigs until, you know, someone gets hurt and it's not funny anymore. <laughs> like yeah. You know, I think... I think people just need to be a little more conscientious when they're posting shit online. I can't imagine an employer looking at these really... Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Imagine an employer bringing up these TikToks about being i'm not the cool girl or you know the angelina jolie character from girl interrupted Yeah, as they're like smearing lipstick all over their face and they look and they look (laughs) unwell yeah an employer is gonna look at that and go are they still are Uh, they still like this yeah though that's a really good point as well like (sighs) are they are they safe to have around yeah other people this is another thing it's like such a shitty thing but as much as men- as much as your workplace loves to be like, we care about your mental, they don't. 
They don't care about it. They do to some extent, but they you also have to be they're realistic. They're going to be liable, uh, liable for it. Yeah. That's as much as they care If you're going to be so <clears throat> destructive that it's going to cost an entire business money, mm. it's easier to get rid of you. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're not that important. Um, <laughs> as sad as it is, you're, you're replaceable. It's true. Every, um, every company, like... You will have people that are replaceable. But and that's, that's just the thing, like, we're, what's so annoying is, like, mental health is already such a stigma in the workplace. So, you know, like, you spewing that kind of rhetoric and that kind of nonsense is just adding to that, that like, misconceptions around mental health. Like, I don't want people to think, like, if I've got a certain thing... I'm going to behave like X, Y, and Z because mm. they saw a TikTok one night. Like, I don't yeah, need, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't need, I don't need that association. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, some people are going to look at that at face value and not want to think about the nuances of different people with the same thing won't act the same. Mm. You know, it's, it's and it is very... like a, it is like a self-fulfilling. What I mean is, you know, you're saying like, I'm the crazy girl, it's so cool. But at the same time, you're literally like, because you're saying you're trying to be ironic and like embrace these toxic traits in a way you're just making those traits synonymous with like women yeah do you know what i mean like you're almost like reaffirming them you're not reclaiming them you're reaffirming them yes that's when it's like annoying because it doesn't that's not that's not what emmeline pankhurst died for (laughs) i don't think it's emmeline i think it's emily I mean, you said Emily earlier, so... Did I? Mm. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. (laughs) And on that note, um, yeah, guys. I mean, I know it got, like, a little bit deep there, but... It kind of had to, let's be real. Yeah, I mean, when you're talking about mental health, it's hard not to, because otherwise you'd just be shallow like these bitches. (laughs) Um, Wow. Yeah, I'm kind of, you know what? Maybe I am mad. Maybe I'm mad that they're having so much fun with this thing that I'm I'm grappling with. And I'm like on the edge of losing my mind. And these people are like, but it's funny. I'm it's like, just an aesthetic. I'm like, is it? Maybe, is it? Is it Bethany? Yeah, is it funny? Maybe that's why I'm feeling a tap away. Um, <laughs> I just think it's a little bit dangerous, especially for young girls. Yeah, young it's girls, dangerous. It's, um, it's irresponsible. It's you know, just like with the fucking Tumblr sad girls, gonna be like sad Tumblr girl. <sighs> Same difference. Um, <laughs> just like that, that was harmful. That was, you know, especially when, yeah, like you said, loads of young people engaging in that and then thinking that that's what's cool and trendy is never good. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's a trend. It'll probably go and it will come back in a new way. In like oh, Pokemon, yeah. it'll evolve. and yeah i hope you guys enjoyed that episode and join us next week to listen to what has a saying really bitch bye Wombat fully went on Tumblr. (laughs)
and wrote a fucking five page essay on how much she loved this man and hoped that she wouldn't forget about him and she would be singing and cheering when he came back this man doesn't know she exists it was so like the worst part is she like, read it to me in school during break and she was in tears <laughs> But then I remember, like, I found it again. Why are you tearing up now? <laughs> I can see you. I can see you. I'm going, is it funny? But, like, I 